there has been a lot of drama with Disney's new Snow White remake. First, we have a Hispanic actress, Rachel Zegler, who has been cast to play the fairest of them all. Then we have all of the seven dwarf drama, apparently started by Peter Dinklage, who said that this was somehow offensive. And now Disney has swapped the seven dwarves for the seven magical diversity hires, I guess. What the hell is even that? Lastly, and most recently, we have this clip going viral from Rachel Zegler in Gal Gadot. It's no longer 1937, and we absolutely wrote a Snow White. She's that is not gonna be yeah. saved by the prince. She's not gonna be saved by the prince and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. So with all this drama and fanfare, I thought it important that maybe I go and watch the original 1937 version of Snow White. And so I did that and I have some thoughts. Let's talk about it. Guys, before we get into this video, please like and subscribe. I want as many people to find this channel as possible so you know what to do. Now let's talk about the 1937 original version of Snow White made by Disney. It is the first animated film of its kind for Disney. And we all know that Walt Disney put a lot of work into the animation of this film. It was something that was truly, really never done before. And Disney did this with a budget of $1.5 million. And right now, as far as the box office goes, it says that this film has brought in four $418 million. Nowadays, with modern Disney, they put in $418 million and can't get any of that back in the box office. And just to give a little background on some of the artistry of this film, thousands of people and animators worked to put together Walt Disney's vision and bring it to the screen. It's in fact even said that Walt Disney couldn't take out enough money to really make this film into what he wanted it to be. The banks turned him away. He was trying to put so much of himself into the creation of this classic fairy tale. So I I watched it and let's get into it and talk about it. First, we must talk about the character that is Snow White. In this film, she is kind, she is feminine, and she is resourceful. I expected some sort of pretty bimbo, babbling idiot with how many people represent this film, but you'll find that Snow White is actually quite strong. Spoiler alert, in the beginning of this film, the evil queen hires an assassin to go and kill Snow White. The assassin doesn't follow through, but does threaten her with a knife. And Snow White, while scared, at the moment, picks herself up and says, I'm going to lead my life now trying to fend off this evil queen. And if that means running into the woods to find a new place to live, that is what I will do. Does that sound like some sort of ditzy patriarchal version of what a woman is? No. And of course, Snow White cooks and she cleans and we see this happen in the den of the seven dwarves and she takes it upon herself to care for them, but not before bossing these seven grown men around and having them wash up before they can eat at her table. She is surprisingly strong for the time period that this film was created. But of course, all must say that Snow White is not strong. And why? Because she is saved by men throughout this film. It happens twice uh, from what I saw in the 1937 version. Once, after Snow White bites into the poison apple and you know she is rendered unconscious due to the acts of the evil queen, the seven dwarves show up a little too late, but chase off the evil queen. And guess what? She ends up dead after this massive chase. So there's seven men who have now saved the life of Snow White. At the end, when Snow White is unconscious, and of course we get that non-consensual kiss from the prince, she is again saved by an evil, white, heterosexual 
man. And let's go ahead and address this non-consensual kiss, right? Because it has a lot of people up in arms. How dare he go and kiss the girl without getting a permission slip first, even though she is unconscious. I just want to say for the record, if I am ever rendered unconscious and it takes a kiss from Shrek to wake me up, y'all can go ahead and let him do it. Not to mention the fact that Snow White spends a considerable amount of time in this film dreaming about the prince, wishing that he would come for her, and yes, probably hoping that he would kiss her. Is that not consent enough? And I'd like to say that I have more to say about this film, that there truly was some sort of deeply ingrained sense of patriarchy that I was leaving this film with, that Walt Disney wanted all of the audience members who saw Snow White and the Seven Dwarves to really take in and absorb, but I couldn't find it. In much of the rhetoric surrounding this film, they say that it is anti-feminist, that it is oppressive to women, that it shows a wrongful depiction of what it means to be a girl in today's time, and I couldn't find it, guys. It's almost as though Walt Disney and the company at large decided to just make a classic fairy tale without having to spin some sort of greater agenda within the storyline. It seems as though they truly cared about the art of simple storytelling. And in fact, what was at the forefront of his brain was not how to reinforce the patriarchy, but how to make a good film that transcends time, that is in fact a classic that people can leave with and love for generations and generations to come. It's the reason why we all watched Snow White, a 1937 film, when we were children. Because somehow, the storytelling of that film was so good that it lasted to our childhood. It's almost as though you can make a fairy tale just for the sake of making a fairy tale. To the Rachel Zeglers and the Gal Gadots of the world who say that it's wrong to be Snow White, say that it's wrong to want true love, that it is wrong to be saved by a man, I would love them to substantiate that opinion. I see nothing wrong here. And in fact, there's something wrong with their ideology. Why does every single girl that shows up in a film or a TV show these days have to be something extraordinary? Why do they have to be this powerful girl boss that overcomes everything and is constantly strong and doesn't want love and doesn't want to be saved? Are you telling young girls that they shouldn't strive to find true love within their lifetimes? That they should never dream about maybe a prince coming down and saving them? We know for many of us, this is never going to be our reality, but is it okay to dream a little bit? You guys know what I found myself doing while I was watching this film, analyzing and trying to find all of these points that people are complaining about today? I found myself smiling. <laughs> And I was smiling because I was truly just watching a simple yet super intricate for its time version of this story. And there's a reason that today when you turn on your, your normal streaming service or you go to the movies to watch a film, you might not find yourself smiling because the creative process or telling a classic fairy tale, a timeless story is not at the forefront of these artists' brain. They constantly want to find a way to inject parts of themselves and parts of their own agenda into this film. It's narcissistic but they must lead with themselves because they don't care as much about the process. They don't care as much about giving you a good and timeless experience. They want to leave you indoctrinated. And Disney is one of the main culprits when it comes to agenda-driven movie making. You've seen it with Elemental, Turning Red, Strange World, Buzz Lightyear, and coincidentally, all of these movies have flopped in the box office. Why? Because people are hungry for actual storytelling that doesn't tell them how to think, doesn't tell them how to feel, but that just allows them to sit back, watch something unfold, and leave the movie theater with a story that they hadn't heard before. That is what people want. And if Disney can snap out of it for just a moment, they might be able to actually spin a good tale that is worth seeing. Maybe without the girl boss, and with a little bit of true love, and with a little bit of daydreaming, because isn't that in fact what storytelling is all about? But guys, 
Those are just my thoughts. You let me know how you feel about the original Snow White, about this new iteration that we're gonna get in 2024, and how you feel about filmmaking and artistry in this new postmodern age that we're living in. I personally am not a fan, but I'm open to your opinion. If you disagree, as always, I encourage healthy debate in the comments, so duke it out, but do so respectfully. And as always, please like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time I post a video for you guys, which is every single day. Bye.